What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. There were two more murders 15 miles away. We have a weird describe by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder... Most of the men and women who commit these highly publicized crimes, they want their names and their murders to become famous and a household name. On November 28, 1994, a man named Christopher Scarver committed the murder that would ultimately make him famous while he was already in prison. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Christopher Scarver was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He dropped out of school when he was in 11th grade, and shortly after, his mother forced him out of her home due to his struggles with alcoholism. He was hired as a trainee carpenter in a Wisconsin Conservation Corps job program and had been promised by his then-supervisor that he would be hired full-time once he finished this program. Unfortunately, before Scarver could finish, that supervisor was replaced by a man named Steve Lohman, who did not honor the promise previously made. Angry he wasn't going to be given the full-time position, on June 1, 1990, Christopher Scarver walked into the training program office, found Steve Lohman, and demanded money from the man. When all he gave was $15, Scarver shot him in the head. He demanded money from the site manager, John Fayen, shot Loman two more times to prove he was serious, and took a $3,000 check from John and left. He was convicted and sentenced to life in prison. But this murder isn't the reason you may recognize his name. No, the murder that made him famous didn't happen until November 28, 1994, when he was assigned to a work detail with two other inmates, Jesse Anderson and Jeffrey Dahmer. The three men were left unsupervised. When corrections officer noticed that Scarver was back in his cell early, they asked why he wasn't working. That's when the nearly dead bodies of Dahmer and Anderson were found. Christopher Scarver had beat both men with a 20-inch metal bar he removed from a piece of exercise equipment. Jeffrey Dahmer died on the way to the hospital, while Jesse Anderson died two days later in the hospital. So, what set off Scarver to get rid of one of the most hated men in history? Well, according to Christopher, Jeffrey liked to taunt the other inmates by constructing severed limbs out of food and drowning them in ketchup blood. He would walk around with newspaper articles detailing his crimes, talk about them constantly, and was generally disliked by all of the other inmates. It has been hypothesized that Christopher Scarver killed Jeffrey because he was unrepentant. After being found competent to stand trial, Christopher Scarver was given two more life sentences for his crimes. In 2005, 
he filed a civil rights suit claiming that he had spent 16 years in solitary confinement as a result of the murder. It was dismissed. In 2012, it was announced that he was willing to write a tell-all book about the killing of Jeffrey Dahmer. But until that day, we may never know what made him snap and kill the man that took the lives of 17 boys and men. But many see Christopher Scarver as a sort of hero. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 29th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.